0: what's up ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome back to another episode of time out with tony your host tony all right ladies and gentlemen so at the time of this recording once again yet yeah, another co-worker has found out about my podcast so if you're listening to this episode um yeah anyways so today's episode ladies and gentlemen we're going to be going over one of my favorite movies in the entire thor tr- thor trilogy thor ragnarok yeah that's right ladies and gentlemen well it's not even a trilogy anymore it's a it's a tetralogy because of thor love and thunder but anyways yeah today we're going to be reviewing thor ragnarok my favorite thor movie um possibly the funniest if if i'm going to be honest and i'd say this movie has to be in my top 10 mcu I'm, I'm 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 just gonna say it right now Ragnarok is in my top 10 I know for a lot of people They didn't really like it Except for the turn Especially for the turn that it took So, um, you know It's really um, it's Really the only Thor movie I'd be really willing to watch um, Cause the first one and the second one Those shits are just gonna, Those shits bore me They bore the fuck out of me But this one Yeah, this one's way much better anyways um before we get into today's episode i want to take a quick minute and thank you guys all so much for the support it means a lot really so keep the support up tell everybody and most of all tell everybody <laughs> um yeah that's pretty much it without further ado let's get let's just jump straight into today's episode ladies and gentlemen sit back relax and crack open a beer soda and or water and enjoy because this is thor ragnarok Also, on a side note, at the time of this recording I uh recently I recently had my braces retightened, so talking is a bit of a bitch right now. But fight through the pain, baby. That instance, the only day off I get this week. Um I already spent it yesterday getting these retightened, but but no no worries ladies and gentlemen. We'll fight through the pain and I have to record three episodes today. So life ain't life ain't fair right now anyways so for those of you that don't know thor ragnarok is an american superhero film based on the marvel comics character thor produced by marvel studios and distributed by walt disney studios motion pictures it is a sequel to 2011's thor and 2013's thor, the dark world it's also the 17th film in the marvel cinematic universe directed by taika I got a kick out of saying this guy's last name, White Titty. (laughs) (laughs) I am a mature adult. I am a mature adult. I am a mature, full-grown-ass adult. I was supposed to say Taika White Titty. I don't even know. Anyways, from a screenplay by uh, Eric Pearson and the writing team of Craig Kyle and Christopher Yost. The film stars Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Alongside him, we got Tom Hiddleston, Kate Blanchett, Idris Elba. I think that I, I think I think that's how you pronounce his last. I mean his name. Jeff Goldblum, Tessa Thompson, Carl Urban, Mark Ruffalo, and Anthony Hopkins. Thor Ragnarok sees Thor uh, escaping the Ana the alien planet sakar in time to save asgard from hela and the impending ragnarok as it turns out him and this hela actually have history what history that maybe you may you may be asking well that, uh, that's that's stick around to find out now <clears> Thor. <throat> a third thor film was confirmed in january of 2014 when kyle and yos began to work on a screenplay the involvement of hemsworth and hiddleston was announced that same october and taika will join the film as director a year later i'm gonna call him taika because i can i'm not mature enough to say his last name after the dark world director alan chay taylor chose chose not to return mark ruffalo joined the cast, reprising the role of hulk from the previous mcu films which allowed elements from the 2006 comic storyline planet hulk to be adapted for ragnarok the rest of the cast including blanchett as Hilo, was confirmed in may of 2016 with pearson's involvement revealed at the start of the filming that july principal photography took place in brisbane brisbane and sydney australia with The film also having exclusive views of Village Roadshow Studios in Oxenford concluding in October of 2016. Ragnarok went on to premiere in LA on October 10, 2017 and was released in the US on November 3, 2017 as part of the third phase of the MCU. The film went on to receive praise for its acting and Taika's direction as well as the action sequences, the humor with many critics considering it to be the best installment of the Thor films. The movie went on to gross 854 million, becoming the highest-grossing film of the trilogy and the ninth highest-grossing film of 2017. A sequel, Thor: Love and Thunder, is scheduled for release on July 8, 2022. I'm actually really hyped to see what direction they're going to take this guy in. If they're going to retire Thor, or if they're going to introduce us to Jane Foster's um to Jane Foster's version interpretation of Thor who knows but i am very excited to see what they got in plan anyways let's get right into the plot so ragnarok opens up two years after the battle of sokovia thor has been pr- imp- has been imprisoned by the fire demon Surtur, who reveals that thor's father odin is no longer an asgard he explains that the realm will soon be destroyed during the prophesized ragnarok when Surtur unites his crown with the eternal flame that burns in odin's vault Thor frees himself, defeats Surtur, and takes his crown, believing he has prevented Ragnarok. Thor returns to Asgard to find hemi gone and his estranged brother, Loki, pos- posing as Odin. So he's not dead. What? After exposing Loki, Thor forces him... To- forces to- forces him- <clears throat> Sorry, I'm not... This is just one of those days where I'm off, where my vocabulary is way off. Thor forces... Forces Forces Tony speak with me all right ignore the fucking braces Thor forces him to help find their father with directions from Stephen Strange at the Sanctum Sanctorum in New York City they locate Odin in Norway Odin explains that he is dying and Ragnarok is imminent despite Thor's efforts to prevent it and his passing will free his firstborn child hela from a prison that she was sealed in long ago as it turns out hela was the leader of asgard's armies conquering the nine realms with odin but odin imprisoned her and wrote her out of history after fearing that she had become too ambitious and powerful odin dies as thor loki look on and Hela appears destroying thor's hammer mjolnir she pursues the two as they attempt to, bleed, to flee through the Bifrost bridge forcing them out into space. Arriving in Asgard, she defeats his army and kills the warriors. 3. She then resurrects the ancient dead who fought with her, who once fought with her including giant her giant wolf Fenris. She appoints the Asgardian scourge as their executioner. Hela plans to use the Bifrost to expand Asgard's empire but Hemidol sneaks in, takes the sword and controls the, Bifro- the Bifrost and begins hiding other Asgardians. Thor ends up crash landing on Sakar, a garbage planet that is surrounded by wormholes. A slave trader, designated Scrapper 142, subdues him with an obedience Disc and sells him as a gladiator to Sakaar's ruler, the Grandmaster, with whom Loki has already integrated himself with. Thor recognizes 142 as a Valkyrie, one of the legendary force of female warriors who were killed fighting Hela eons ago. Thor is forced to, complete, to compete in the Grandmaster's Contest of Champions after receiving a nice cut from good old stan lee i gotta say man stan lee was a hell of a barber giving a thor a fresh cut like that that was <clears throat> fine 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 man oh man <laughs> anyways so he's forced to compete in the grandmasters contest of champions and who's who's the contestant going up against him his old buddy hulk dun 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 Thor tries to summon lightning and gets the upper hand but the Grandmaster sabotages the fight to ensure Hulk's victory. Still enslaved after the fight, Thor attempts to convince Hulk and 142 to help him save Asgard but neither of them is willing. He soon manages to escape the palace and finds the Quinjet that brought Hulk to Sakaar. Hulk follows Thor to the Quinjet where a recording of Natasha Romanoff causes him to causes him to transform back into bruce banner for the first time for the first time since sokovia the grandmaster orders 142 and loki to find thor and hulk but the pair come to blows and loki forces her to relive the deaths of her valkyrie companions at the hands of Hela. deciding to help thor she takes loki captive unwilling to be left behind loki provides the group with the means to steal one of the grandmaster's ships They then liberate the other gladiators who, incited by two aliens named Korg and Mike, stage a revolution. How how does the guy talk? Hi, my name's Korg. This is Mick. I don't don't even know how to speak. No, how does... I don't know, but Korg and Mick, cool characters, bro. They need their own installment with um, Ant-Man's Mexican buddy. What's his name? I don't know, but they need need their own spinoff with Michael Pena. <clears throat> Anyways, um where was I? Where was I? um All right. So they stage a revolution, and Loki again attempts to betray his brother, but Thor anticipates this and incapacitates him, leaving him behind. Where Corrigan make and the gladiators soon find him. Thor, Banner, and one four two escape through a wormhole to Asgard, where hela's forces are attacking hemidal and the remaining Asgardians in pursuit of the sword that controls the Bifrost. Banner transforms into Hulk again, defeating Fenris, while Thor and 142 fight Hela and her warriors. Loki and the gladiators arrive just in time to rescue the citizens and and a repentant scourge sacrifices himself uh, to enable their escape. Thor, facing Hela, loses his right eye and then has a vision of Odin that helps him realize only Ragnarok can't stop her he sends loki to retrieve searcher's crown and places it in the internal flame sotor is reborn and destroys asgard killing hella as the refugees flee aborting they, they escape aboard the grandmaster ship and thor who is now king reconciles with loki and decides to take people uh, his people to earth and that my friends is thor ragnarok uh uh, uh but what's this There's a mid-credits scene. As it turns out, while they're headed to Earth, they are intercepted by a large spacecraft. Oh, oh The purple raisins come in. In a post-credits scene, the overthrown Grandmaster is confronted by his former subjects. And that's where the post-credits scene cuts off. And, uh, yeah. That's Thor Ragnarok. So. The rating. On a scale of 1 to 10, i got to give Thor Ragnarok a... Easily... An 8 out of 10. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I give Thor Ragnarok an 8 out of 10. And here's why. First and foremost, it is my favorite movie in the entire thor franchise unless love and thunder is way much better than what this than 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 this um i think this is just by far the best one there is can can tell me can't tell me nothing can't tell me nothing She go too crazy um <laughs> yeah for starters I love the direction that they took it. I love the direction Taika took it. That is why I praise him as a director. And I'm really, really glad that they were able to throw him into the MCU. And have him bring us such a good installment. I hope he does the same with Love and Thunder. There's no doubt that it's going to be the same level as Ragnarok is. But... Anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm going way off topic. Anyways, but yeah, the direction, I really love where he took it. I'm really glad um, they didn't hire the other two directors that directed the first two movies. Because if I'm going to be honest, a third snooze fest of a Thor film would have ultimately killed the, the, the franchise, if, if I'm honest. Um, I mean, it was already boring to begin with and, you know... Not giving it the director it needs with a, with a certain... Not giving it the director that has a certain creativity, uh, a certain mindset. Probably would have killed it. But it didn't. And that's what I'm really happy about. I'm al- I also really like Chris Hemsworth um, as a uh, comedic... Showing his comedic skills, sorry. Um it's very funny to look at Thor being you know Thor. Also the chemistry between Thor and Loki in this movie amazing dude not I really like it here compared to what it was in the first Avengers or in the other two uh first two uh Thor movies. That's what I really liked too um the chemistry between these two characters. what do you have betrayed Thor again? Probably, I mean, we've already seen Infinity War, so you know that answers your question. Spoiler alert! Not really. It's been four years, folks. You're telling me you can you haven't been able to watch this? Come on now. That's like people complaining that they haven't watched Spider Man more than a month after it's come out. Anyways, so yeah, that, that, there's that. um That really isn't much to say about the CGI the computer and the computer animation all that stuff there really isn't much to say about it other than you know marvel always hits it out of the park with these uh with the in this department um i also really liked the characters introduced like korg and mick um the grandmaster valkyrie um i look very f- i look forward to seeing more of these characters, I'm really glad they were introduced here, um, and I gotta say that majority of the good things of this movie, you gotta give it to uh, Taika and Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth for making it, you know, like this. Um, but other than that, ladies and gentlemen. An 8 out of 10. I will admit there are a few parts I didn't like such as you know. You know how um, <clears throat> how weird Taika could, could get with his projects. And that weirdness was a little bit too much for me. I'm not complaining. I'm not saying it's such a bad thing that it makes the movie horrible. It's just you know sometimes for some people it could be just a little bit too much. And <clears throat> that, that's what it was for me. Um, I really liked the, the inclusion of Hulk. Especially after, you know, Marvel fans hadn't seen him in a good two years. You know, it was really surprising when I found out they were going to include him. Um, Because, to be fair, before 2017, I didn't really pay attention to anything in the MCU. Um, News-wise, you know, like, oh, uh, certain projects in the works over at Marvel or... um, Or, um... Or, oh, uh, so-and-so is going to be playing a certain character in, in, in the next Marvel movie or anything like that. I didn't really pay much attention to it, so, you know, I didn't really know Hulk was going to be in it. It wasn't until I think I saw either the trailer or the, 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 uh, the poster for it. Amazing poster, by the way, too, you know, sticking his arms out and like that. I mean, it totally copies what they did with uh, <clears throat> Infinity War, but, you know... Um, it's pretty cool i really like the colors too um the poster i mean look at that poster and tell me that shit isn't cool tell me that shit isn't anyways um eight out of ten do i recommend it you're goddamn right dude i totally recommend it especially if you're looking for a lighter side too much brighter side to thor um if you're looking for funny thor moments this is the movie if you're looking for quality thor and loki moments this is this this is the project this is the movie to watch all right uh, but other than that ladies and gentlemen that's that's my rating um uh, let's take a look behind the scenes so Development for the film first began while promoting the release of the second Thor. Chris Hemsworth expressed willingness to portray Thor for as long as people wanted more, adding that he was contracted for another Thor film and two more Avengers films. Producer Kevin Feige stated that the next Thor would build from Elements at the End of the Dark World. In January of 2014, Marvel announced that Craig Kyle and Christopher Yost would write a screenplay for a third film with Feige again producing. The story was being outlined in July and at the end of October 2014, Feige announced that the film would be titled Thor Ragnarok with the scheduled release date of July 28, 2017. Hemsworth and Hillston were said to return as Thor and Loki, respectively, and it is said that Hemsworth earned a whopping $15 million for the film. Fiji also added that the film would be very important in the third phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and also confirmed that in the context of the film, the word Ragnarok means the end of all things. He felt that, quote, people will not read into that title alone what the movie uh sorry people will not read into that title alone what the movie's gonna be end quote in february of 2015 marvel pushed back the release date to november 3rd that same april veitch was expecting a draft for the film soon and a month later stated that a director ad- an additional screenwriter and further casting announcements would be revealed towards the end of summer with filming set for june of 2016 dark world director alan taylor explained that he would not be returning as quote the marvel experience was particularly wrenching because i was given i was sort of given absolute freedom while we were shooting and then in post-production it turned into a different movie so that is something i hope to never repeat and don't wish upon anybody else end quote during the 2015 international uh sorry the 2015 san diego comic-con international jamie alexander said that she would reprise her reprise her role as sif in a very pivotal part of the film now regarding alan taylor's comment that sounds a lot like something marvel would do you know um filming filming these movies is one thing pre-production for this shit is 10 times Different. That's a whole. That's like a whole another thing. Which, in my opinion, it's not funny. But I mean, it's a fucking Marvel movie, man. What, what, what you expect was gonna happen? You know what I'm saying? Um. Anyways, so, uh, Thor Ragnarok had its world premiere at the El Capitan Theater in Los Angeles on October tenth, two thousand seventeen, and it was released worldwide on November third, two thousand seventeen. Now, in its opening weekend, the movie made 314.1 million in the US and Canada and 538.9 million in other territories for a total worldwide of 854 million. In September 2017, a survey from Fandango indicated that Ragnarok was the most anticipated fall film. On the weekend of November 3rd, the opening weekend, the film earned a whopping 25.4 million from IMAX showings surpassing Doctor Strange as the largest for a November weekend. The film had earned 650.1 million globally, surpassing the total grosses for Thor at 449.3 million and Thor: The Dark World at 644.6 million by the end of its third weekend. It became the ninth-highest grossing film of, of, of 2017. And according to Deadlight Hollywood, who calculated the net profit of the film, it, it was to be a hundred and seventy four point two million, accounting for production budget, print, and advertising, all that shit. Only it's kind of crazy, you know, how these movies make almost like a billion and two billion, all that shit, and yet you know the profit for for a movie like this was only a hundred million. It's it's so crazy how many how much money they blow on these movies. It's, uh, it's funny but at the same time it's like no it's not even funny. Like what the fuck. Anyways. <clears throat> the in terms of Critical response, the review aggregator, Rotten Tomatoes, reported an approval rating of 93% with an average score of 7 out of 6 out of 10 based on 436 reviews. The website's critical consensus reads, quote, exciting and funny and above all fun. Thor Ragnarok is a colorful cosmic adventure that sets a new standard for its franchise and the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, end quote. Metacritic assigned a weighted average score of 74 out of 100 based on 51 critics, indicating generally favorable reviews. Now, in terms of a future for Thor, a third sequel named Thor Love and Thunder is scheduled to be released on July 8th, 2022. Both Chris Hemsworth and... Um, Tessa Thompson will reprise her roles with Natalie Portman and Jamie Alexander both returning after not appearing in the third Thor. Portman will portray her character taking on the mantle of Thor similar to that of the comics. Additionally, Chris Pratt, Dave Bautista, Karen Gillian are set to reprise her roles as the Guardians of the Galaxy members Peter Quill, Drax the Destroyer, and Nebula. Um, Now, there were some talks with director taika by the release of ragnarok marvel had discussed a spin-off marvel one-shot short film following the characters of korg and mick but it was unfeasible due to marvel's commitment to producing three feature films a year fiege said marvel still had plans for these characters but did not specify they both did appear in avengers endgame and keeg is i mean sorry korg is scheduled to appear in love and thunder so you know I really hope to see more of those guys in the future. I really do. Uh, But other than that, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's pretty much it for today's episode. Before we go, once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys all so much for the support. It means a lot, really, so keep it up. And most of all, tell everybody. Um, by now the winner of the t-shirts contest should have gotten the shirt and we should have made an announcement on our instagram if not then oh well but yeah the winner has been selected and they already know when i get the shirt i will post it and show you guys and whatnot if i haven't by then but you know this whole shirt biz it's been taken care of so you know that's one less thing to worry about other than that ladies and gentlemen that's pretty much it for today's episode thank you guys all so much for listening and we'll catch you guys later this week remember new episodes every tuesday wednesday and friday i think yeah no actually tuesday thursday and saturday all right keep that in mind so we'll see you guys um later this week Thank you all for listening and don't drink and drive. Okay, show's over. Please get out. Thank you.